0: Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, this is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Again, we are waiting uh, for the Phoenix police and their press conference. Uh, Lauren uh, Heike's death, of course, uh, last week. Tragedy. They believe they have caught the uh, the suspect, the murderer, uh, who is... Zion Teasley, twenty-two and years old, twenty-two years old, been out of been out of jail for a while. He was a Marine, and he's been in jail. I don't know how long he was a Marine. I'm yeah, sure we're going to find unclear, a lot of different but, stuff. I
1: mean, looking at his his past, you know, being in and out of the system, if you will, in 2020, and you know, just shortly three years later. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, 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 there's a lot of questions.
0: There's a lot of questions. uh, And, and hopefully we're going to get a lot more answers. Uh, Supposedly she was stabbed 15 times. And uh, that is uh, in the back and the chest. And there was a lot of cuts as well in other areas. Show, you know, signs of fighting back. Yeah, police Uh, believe that
1: she was uh, chased through a barbed wire fence.
0: It is. uh, And there's some, I mean, there's some, bizarre things that go along with this too and I want to hear what the Phoenix police have to say including the fact that they spoke to him and he says I'm definitely not the person who plans to kill another person.
1: Yeah, no. And there's a lot more questions about you know, Taylor Kinnerup talking about during the newscast the concept that he was quoted saying that he wanted to look like her.
0: Yes. And, uh, places he had worked in the past said he'd been very aggressive towards women and uh, there have been several incidents so this is a uh, you know his, his family said he was born raised very Christian uh, struggled with his sexual identity and his sexuality and uh, maybe I, I'm not quite sure exactly what it is but uh, whatever happened whatever made him snap that day was he stalking her did he because he had mentioned that he knew her I mean this is a, he
1: recognized her yeah. and I mean my brain just goes was crazy thinking about what were he clearly admitted he it wasn't premeditated yeah. allegedly yeah but the concept of where he uh, in in the court documents talking about working at a sportswear shop and was you know was she at that shop before and he saw her she was avid hiker, you know, outdoorsy kind of. I don't
0: know. Lots of questions. Lots of questions. So we are going to carry that here in a little bit and uh, get more from it. And it is a, again, this has become national news. This is on the front of just about every publication you can find because it was such a, a, a bizarre situation. And uh, here we are now. Again, they have finally caught the person they believed and they've connected him through his sneakers and DNA. It is a...
1: Yeah, and, the, it, and thank goodness with all the good detective work he had reportedly had a plane ticket ready to fly to
2: detroit Absolutely. last night
0: so let's go live to right out the phoenix police uh, uh updating us on the murder night,
2: we arrested a suspect in connection with the murder of 29 year old lauren heike with us today is the family of lauren while they don't wish to speak today they would like to express their sincere gratitude to the outpouring of support from the community that they have shown They would also like to thank the Phoenix Police Department, as well as the partners that have helped with this case. Joining me on stage, we have Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego behind me. We have Phoenix Police Chief Michael Sullivan, Lieutenant James Hester, and no one's behind me. Um, So speaking first is going to be Mayor Kate Gallego. Thank you for being here. First, I want to offer my deepest condolences to the Haiki family. Your daughter sounds like a wonderful person, and we are so glad she was part of our community. May her memory be a blessing for you. She was taken from us too soon. We cannot imagine how much it hurts, but we hope that the city can be there for you in this difficult time. Lauren was doing something all of us enjoy, taking a hike in the beautiful Phoenix Trails in springtime, and her life was cut short by this inexplicable act of violence. It is a complete tragedy, and the city of Phoenix is grieving with the hikey family. I'm grateful to the members of the community who supported and are continuing to support the Heike family, as well as the efforts of the Phoenix Police Department. Today, we are here thanks to professional and swift actions by our police department. After nearly a week of tireless work, our detectives, officers, and crime lab caught, and thanks to that work, the Phoenix Police caught and arrested the suspect. Our department did so in a professional manner while keeping the community calm and informed. I appreciate the lengths to which our officers and detectives went to find justice for Lauren's family and her community. I know that Phoenix residents are resting easier after this arrest. I want to thank the Phoenix Police Department for a job well done and their hard work today and every day to keep our community safe. Now I will introduce the Chief of the Phoenix Police Department, Chief Sullivan.
3: so thank you mayor and, and thank you all for being here today i met lauren uh heike's family earlier this week and expressed my condolences and told them that we would do everything we could uh to bring lauren's killer justice uh, i can't say enough about the efforts uh that went on uh over the last several days to bring 22 year old zion william Tees- uh, Teasley. uh and place him under arrest last night. It was an incredible effort. Uh, so many people uh, worked countless hours on this case, and uh, this re- arrest came about because of just incredible partnerships that we have here at the Phoenix Police Department. Uh, as I, I have to thank everybody that was involved, and the list is long as we talk about this partnership. First, I have to thank uh, everyone in our Violent Crimes Bureau, but Lieutenant Hester, you and your team, incredible work i also have to thank the uh, crime scene specialists our uh, digital forensics unit the forensics imaging unit our night detectives our crime analysts our air support bureau the desert horizon precinct and commander brewer silent witness adult probation the tactical support bureau and the phoenix and dps crime lab uh... this was truly an all hands on deck effort. I also have to thank Lauren's family for having the courage to come forward and tell Lauren's story. It resulted in uh, numerous tips uh, that we wouldn't have gotten uh, with, without their help uh, and, and bravery to come forward during this, this incredibly difficult, challenging time. Now, this this case got a lot of attention, uh, but. The, the work that the men and women uh, do in these cases, this is just an example of what happens on every single case that they pour their heart into. They realize the impact uh, that violent crime has on our community, and they take it very, very seriously. Uh, I'm glad that we can highlight uh, what that work looks like today, but it happens on the cases that you don't hear about. I'm very proud to lead this organization and uh, very proud to be part of this community that steps forward, provides tips, and supports law enforcement. While we were able to apprehend the suspect, please continue to keep the Heike family and all of Lauren's friends and family in your thoughts and prayers as they continue to grieve. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to, uh, to Lieutenant Hester here uh, for further comments. Thank you, Lieutenant.
0: We are listening to a you, live you, press conference of the Phoenix Hello, Police Department and the Lauren Chief Heike Hester, murder suspect 7th, as he's been apprehended.
4: Police Department. I, I do want to echo Chief Sullivan's comments and express my heartfelt gratitude to the family and friends of Lauren Heike for their unbelievable bravery in this time of tragedy. They told Lauren's story and they brought honor to her. And I wanted to thank you for that. I also want to thank our community and our media partners for amplifying Lauren's story. We very often ask our community for help, and as they often do, they delivered. For everyone that provided tips or assistance to my detectives or for those who just remained vigilant during this time, I want to say thank you. Also, I need to thank the women and men of the Phoenix Crime Lab, the DPS State Crime Lab, the Desert Horizon Precinct, the Forensic Imaging Unit, the Tactical Support Bureau, the Homicide Unit, our police leadership, and many, many others. Though I'm standing up here today, this apprehension results from the many unsung heroes, including my lead detective Earl Sales and his squad mates who worked countless hours behind the scenes with tenacity and passion To bring justice to Lauren. The killer responsible for Lauren's death is in custody. Our community can breathe easier knowing that this suspect will not be able to harm anyone else. But that does little to ease the pain for Lauren's family. This is not a time for celebration. Yesterday we were able to develop probable cause for the brutal murder of Lauren Heike and at approximately 6 o'clock in the evening her killer was taken into custody. A week ago, Lauren Heike went for a hike along the Reach 11 trail in North Phoenix. Without provocation or pre-incident contact, Lauren was brutally attacked with a bladed object and died due to her injuries. I believe Lauren fought off her attacker and was able to flee, but her injuries were just too severe. Lauren's murderer encountered Lauren While she was walking east on Princess Drive, I'm sorry, Lauren's murderer was walking east on Princess Drive while she was walking south on Allied Way. He followed Lauren onto the trail and after a short time, he attacked her. We scoured the scene in the surrounding neighborhood. We collected several items of evidence and several hours of video. As a result, we were able to develop a forensic profile on our suspect, additional images identifying our suspect, cell tower evidence placing him in the immediate area, and other factors. Our suspect was quickly located in an apartment not far from the scene, and during the service of a search warrant, he was taken into custody. The suspect was interviewed and later booked for the murder of Lauren Heike. Our job is not finished. And our teams will be working in the coming days and weeks to gather and analyze additional evidence to support the prosecution. Like the chief, I ask our community to pray for the family of Lauren Heike as they travel the road ahead without Lauren by their side. And I can take any questions you
0: have. We are listening to the Phoenix Police Department's uh, live news conference about the murder of Lauren Heike.
2: Them, that the suspect
5: saw Lauren and that was
4: it? Thank you. I, I do believe at this time that the attack was random. However, we have not concluded our investigation into that.
5: Was there any other DNA found on Lauren or her belongings besides a shoe that
4: matched to T2? So there's other forensic evidence that is being analyzed. Um, as of right now, uh, I can't comment on whether there was additional uh, forensic hits. Do you believe there's any sign of a sexual assault in this case? So that is also still under investigation. However, it is my belief that she was not sexually assaulted.
5: But what does this mean to make this arrest nearly a week later and to really help this family through probably the
4: most excruciating time of their lives? Uh, well, I mean, uh, professionally and personally. My wish would be that I spend the entirety of my day in my office doing nothing because these sort of things don't happen. Unfortunately, they do. So we're built this way. The Phoenix Police Department is built to chase these guys. My team is focused and dedicated, and we find them. Was the murder weapon recovered? No. Was Teasley known to frequent this hiking area? He lives in the area, so he's known to the area
2: been looking into teasley's past we know that he had been accused and convicted of the circle pays near where he used to live but he was put at a medium to low risk level when it came to reoffending. what does that mean to you i mean did this come as a surprise because of his ranking
4: you know i'm not going to comment on those matters I, honestly the i won't even say his name because it doesn't matter to me what matters to us is uh, getting justice for Lauren and her family. So whether the the courts treat him fairly or unfairly, it's not for me to say.
2: Did his criminal background, previous criminal background, play a factor in you being able to find him faster? I don't believe so. Can you elaborate any um, on the DNA that was collected on the scene and how you were able to get that uh, to be a match to TC?
4: So we have excellent partners with our phoenix crime lab we work hand in hand with them they're they're not a service for us they're a partnership with us and additionally they have partnerships with the dps state crime lab so we have tools available to us that we can utilize and this was one of those examples where we used our forensic tools to get a dna profile was he
2: cooperative
4: with i believe so. I, I i believe i can say that he was
5: why did he mention certain things like, you know, growing up as a Christian and struggling with his sexuality and, and he said he recognized Lauren and that he wanted to look like her? I don't know if that was miswritten in the probable costume. It just some of these things seem very random to discussion.
4: Uh, I am unable to, to speak to his the whys behind what he what he did.
2: Had he not had a criminal history, DNA would have been harder to place him there, right? Because you have to be in the system. Is that correct in saying
4: that? Uh, th- that is correct, but however, we DNA wasn't the only factor in developing probable cause. We have several items of evidence and several factors that factored into our probable cause. Is
2: there any indication that he was suffering from a psychotic break of sorts
5: or struggled with
4: mental illness? You know, if there is, I'm, I'm unwilling to speak about it.
5: In speaking to his former employer, they said he was fired for being aggressive towards female employees and co-workers, could that be related to a possible motive that this aggression towards other
4: women? Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not going to speak to his motive. He did not provide a motive for us, so I don't want to speculate on, on what he might have been thinking. Did you find
5: anything
2: um, that
4: her your uh, case? Yeah, I believe we do, but it's early right now, so until uh, the items that we recovered are analyzed, I, I can't say definitively.
2: Can you talk about, um, I think, of the, also the statement, it sounds like she was uh, murdered uh, sometime after her, her walk. Can you talk about how maybe possibly long she had been out there and when they finally found her and, you know, the ball
4: started rolling. It was approximately 24 hours later that we've discovered her or she was discovered.
2: You mentioned that you believe that she did fight him off and flee to um, succumbed to her injuries. Is that why uh, initially you kind of speculated that she was attacked on the trail, but she was discovered in a more hidden location? Can you speak on that?
4: Yeah, we... we in the examination of the scene and collecting of evidence, there was certain factors that played into our theory about what occurred. Um, so... Yes, we we believe that her fleeing contributed to her, us not being able to discover her for some time. So I, I believe she fought him off, she was able to get away, but her injuries were too severe and she just couldn't continue. In
2: the initial appearance, the judge said that he had booked a flight, that he was supposed to leave yesterday. Um, did that? Do you know when he booked that flight? Was it before or after Friday?
4: I don't know when he booked that flight, but we were aware of that flight, and there was no way he was getting on that plane.
5: We have confirmed that Tz's mother works uh, as a surveillance officer for the Adult Probation Department in the county. Did she assist you guys at all in making this arrest, or help provide any information?
4: No, but we also didn't engage with her, and and uh, we're going to be looking into that further.
5: Does he live with her, or live in this apartment alone? With roommates.
4: He lives with her.
2: You said looking into that further, do you think that mom had any idea what was going on?
4: I don't want to say that she did, but that is something that we have to vet out just in case. So I, I don't want to make any any assumptions that she was involved. It's just part of our process. Uh, she chose not to speak with us.
5: Roughly, how many detectives worked on this case through this week? And, you know, I know it's countless hours, but just to give us a the grasp of you know the scope of how many people
4: work together on this within Phoenix PD. So it's not just detectives. It's our it's our professional staff. It's our uh, patrol officers, our neighborhood enforcement officers. It's our tactical support bureau. It's our air unit, our pilots. I would estimate upwards of over the week more than hundred.
3: Last question. We have time for one more. Uh, how are these your department currently working with the Maricopa County Attorney's Office regarding uh, charges? Uh, where's that at uh, currently?
4: So we don't ultimately decide the charges. We are working closely with the Maricopa County Attorney's Office to provide them information so they can make an appropriate charging decision. Thank you.
0: All right, that right there was the Phoenix Police Department uh, giving us an update of the brutal mur- murder of Lauren Heike, who was killed last weekend, and they believe they have the suspect in custody. They're pretty, they're pretty sure that you know. I don't think they're looking for anybody else. Yeah, uh, and he is 22 years old. Uh, we'll do his name one time, Zion Teasley. And uh, he is uh, being held. It's very interesting. A million dollars cash bond, but they also refused bond for him on the murder and kidnapping. So all of the other stuff he got bonded with this, so he's not getting out of jail.
1: No, nor should he.
0: No, no, nor should he. It's it's bizarre. The way, you know, and you pointed it out, they seem to cross paths, and it's like he doubled back.
1: Yeah, like when they are talking about how when Lauren went out for her walk or hike that morning, which direction she was walking on 64th Street or whatever road it was, the fact that he was walking southbound and they crossed each other's paths in a sense, and he then turned around and met her back on the path, which is just exactly what we talked about yesterday. Like the concept of always being aware of your surroundings like, how terrible. She's out there walking on a Friday morning at 9.30, 10 in the morning. And you don't think that you have to be looking over your shoulder in broad daylight when you're about to go exercise on a, on a trail. And to think hours later that she was stabbed to death.
0: Yeah, in the middle of a suburban area, not in some deep, faraway canyon. And so it is sad. We're going to have more on this reaction to it. Uh, Ali in for Gatos today. He is back on Monday. A lot of stuff still to get it. We're going to have more reaction to the fact that they look like they have caught the person that killed uh, Lauren and Heike today. They had him in court, and they were answering a ton of questions about it. And there's a lot that goes into it that we're just Finding out about, we'll talk a lot about that and some other stuff straight ahead. It is the Gatos and Chad Show.
2: It's the Gatos and Chad Show.
0: Ah, uh, Allie, in uh, for Gatos. We're talking about in the break the just the bizarreness of this murder and the weird, you know, stuff that's coming. M- out about what happened. And you know, one of the things they're talking about is the fact that she, by the sounds of it, survived the, attack. the initial attack. And I just find that to be such a bizarre well, it's situation.
1: Horrifying. It's terrifying right. to think so about So
4: it's a lot more fun I, I believe time, you. right, Max? Yep. We believe is that, that her fleeing. We good? What happened? I don't
0: know. Time. Everything's going crazy here. Uh, okay, so my computer's being wacky. Welcome
4: to the world KTR. We believe hey, that we go. her fleeing contributed to her, us not being able to discover her for some time. So oh. I, I believe she fought him off. She was able to get away, but her injuries were too severe, and she just couldn't continue.
0: So it sounds like she survived, and her trying to get away put her in a position where nobody could find her.
1: Which is just heartbreaking to think about. So the, the, the reports are talking about being chased through a barbed wire fence. She was scratched up from that. Meanwhile, she also was stabbed 15, 15 times. times. And then just the heartbreaking nature of like, she, she got away in essence like she yeah. almost survived this but the fact that she oh, who knows she was disoriented she was clearly well she was attacked. losing blood she yeah. was probably but you could know. she have made it to one of those homes was she screaming could someone hear her how did no one else see this at 9 30 10 o'clock in the morning here's the you know?
0: question you brought this up which is you know you said look if you don't hear from your if you're if, if you guys aren't in contact within two or three hours
1: yeah no I and I get it my family probably lacks boundaries we talk <laughs> we We talk 24 seven, but if it's not my husband or my mom or my sister and I'm not heard from for four hours, they're checking my location on my phone. They would probably call the police. Like, I, I mean, she is a very attractive, cute young girl out by herself. I'm sure if it's not her mom or any of her family members that have her location, I share locations with my girlfriends when we go out. And if they're going out on a first date, whatever, that's the sad reality that we're living in that you have smartphones that you can share your Location and with that's each other. one of the ways
0: they caught him because they yeah. had pinged the cell towers and said, All right, he was in the area at the time, so there's no like that's not me, no. and no. And it doesn't seem to be, you know, based on the early uh, conversations the police have, that he's denying that he was there. And no, he seems to say kind of was. They and,
1: showed him the the footage that we all saw of this person running in the desert, and he, you know, didn't agree or deny that it was him. Meanwhile, he also agreed that he knew who Lauren was or recognized recognized her if you will but it, there's it's so bizarre and creepy and the fact of the matter is is i, I wish we could have had more clarity on this but i get it they're still investigating why or how he admitted to saying something to the effect of he wanted to look like her that
0: is yeah very good we get to dig deeper down in this we're gonna get we're gonna have a lot of this today uh talking about the murder and now the suspect being in custody and just this bizarre situation and you know how she seemed to survive for a while there's a lot that still needs to be sussed out. They were a little tight-lipped because yeah. obviously there's a lot more that they have that they don't want the public to find out about. Uh, so it'll be interesting as we, we, we suss this out. A lot of good stuff to get to and a lot of wacky stuff. We're going to talk a little Suns. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. The Suns are down 2 but I see everybody's dressed up in Suns. You got the Rally the Valley shirt in there. What are you wearing? The Valley Valley. Hat, you got the hat on. Things. Steve's got a Suns thing. I'm wearing an Atari shirt in honor of today because yeah, it's Friday. What is that? That is just. Seiko to Mile. So I oh thought you know Atari Seiko to Mile. You guys get where I'm going with this? Yeah, video games. That's what I'm talking about. Oh uh, we'll talk a little bit about Seiko to Mile. The Suns coming up uh, right here. Allie in for Gatos. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. Oh, my goodness me. What a day. Happy Friday. Happy Cinco de Mayo. It's Friday. Everybody have mar- you had a margaritas night out here? I am. Very nice. Very nice. Coconut. The celebration of...
1: We'll get to that later. I don't uh, want to spoil anything you know, we'll spoil, for anyone. Trust me,
0: people will forget
3: uh, the
0: uh, Bulls. Nah, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> was we just talking about the Bulls. The Suns play tonight. They're down 0-2. Chris Paul is out, out, out. I don't think he's coming back the rest of the series. And as uh, tomorrow's his birthday, so happy, happy birthday. early birthday. Happy early birthday. You're 38, and you're breaking down as you should be at 38 playing professional basketball. That way, it's not the same when you're 28.
1: Correct. Yeah. No, we we're just talking about the concept of him having a hurt groin and what that means at his age versus when Devin Booker had a hurt groin. And he was out
0: five weeks.
1: Correct. But being ten years younger. Tread on the tires. Yeah.
0: Little thin. So tonight, big game.
1: Rally the Valley, baby. uh, Nobody
0: here seems to be Valley. I think they win tonight.
1: I think they do, too.
0: I think they lose the next game, the but I Here's the situation tonight.
1: You have your back against the wall. You just lost two on the road. You're coming home. You're playing in your arena. Your fans are gonna you know footprint is gonna be lit tonight. Oh. if I'm there, I'm I'm screaming, I'm oh. getting on the jumbotron, I'm drinking my son's brew, I'm going crazy in the crowd, but they have to come out and respond. And I'm not saying I that.
0: love that. It's yeah. gonna be lit. lit uh do i think it's gonna be yeah I think tonight they come hard here's the thing though uh, what was it last year backs against the wall and they choked that game seven it was
1: horrible oh, okay well we don't need to talk about that we're upward and onward okay we're on to be- better things right. bigger and better saying, things i'm just saying I know but we're it, it's different it's game three
0: it's game three okay big game tonight
1: Big game tonight. I'm really excited. I think I I was listening to Arizona sports on my way in and Luke and Wolf and they're talking about it. And first of all, donor called in. He's ready. He's pumped.
0: Everybody's ready.
1: Yeah. And the concept, you know, when this is, it's not an elimination game, obviously, but if you go down three, you're probably, it's not, it's not looking good. I
0: saw the, uh, uh. They were talking today about like the numbers, you know, if you're down 0-2, the chances of coming back are minuscule. And now you're out a guy that was kind of not so much your engine, but the point guard that was, you know, your quarterback in many cases, supposed to be that that elderly statesman leader. Statesman. Uh, but, you know, I, I just I I don't, I don't
1: know. We talked about campaign. I don't know.
0: He'll score 25 tonight in the next game. He'll score two. So He's there you go. So
1: spazzy. He's sc- <laughs> like he came off the bench last game. You used to tomorrow, the hero. Steve, in
0: your, in your sports show. He's so spazzy.
1: <laughs> Which... I mean, and, and honestly, people describe me as spazzy. Spazzy. So it's not like I'm not saying Are you allowed that to use that word anymore? Spazzy? I don't
0: think you're allowed to. Let's get out of here. I'm serious. I don't think you're allowed to use that word anymore. Why? Because of the word spaz, which used to mean something medically uh, like okay, people I, were spaz. Now that I've now. Way to canceled. Go. Sorry. <laughs> so I'll turn okay. the microphone off.
1: Okay. First of all, I'm sorry if I offended anyone. The fact that I was called that, I feel like maybe I get a pass. <sighs> Is that how that works? No. I don't know. I'm getting weird looks right now. I'm really nervous.
0: <laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting. So tonight, uh, what time's tip off tonight? Seven o'clock. Oh, so it's seven. Yep. Oh, there's no I, baseball I, I game actually tonight. Really I'd like to double that. check. There's no ball game tonight. Baseball game. Yeah, seven game. o'clock.
5: There absolutely is a baseball game tonight here. Yeah, I think this is the start uh. of a home stand.
0: God, why is it when I drive home, everything has to happen on a Friday?
1: Well, sorry.
0: Ah, That sucks.
1: Sorry about it. 640 is the Dimebacks game. So at least you got a little... 20-minute window. 20-minute <laughs> window to try to sneak by. So really tonight, squeak in. Uh,
0: yeah. Tomorrow, something bigger is happening in the world. And uh, who's ready for the... Is it birthday? It is not? Well, it is, <laughs> oh, but it's it not is, really. It's, it's also just- coordination. It's also
3: true that he was ahead of his time on a lot of issues. Things like sustainability and, you know, a love of nature. But it's kind of bittersweet because now as king, he can't be the activist that he once was and can't make himself more popular to oh, younger no. people who mm-hmm. really have less and less of an interest in the monarchy. That's now down to... William and Kate.
0: Yeah, William and Kate. Now, coronation is tomorrow. And if you don't know what coronation is, so the queen has died. Charles is king. But tomorrow is the whole thing. Yes. 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 yes hello. Yes. You are king. <laughs> hello. And you're queen. And she'll be she'll be named queen. Uh, Camilla. That's uh, wild. Why is it wild?
1: I, I, just the concept of everything. Like, it's not. We all saw what happened with Princess Diana. And it's not cool. It's not cool.
0: She's, you see, see, and I said if, because I lived there for a decade, and I would always tell everybody, you know, over the last year or so, that like, if Diana was still alive and it was Charles and Diana. This would be a much bigger thing. They oh, yeah. don't like they don't like uh, she was a
1: princess of the people. Everybody yes. loved her. Yeah, yeah. She was one of us. And not that I'm them, but you know what I'm saying? Like the fact that she could go out, she could kiss the babies, she could have fun. And she was all into the, you know, nature and culture and all those things. And this just goes to prove the stuffy nose. I'm better than yeah. you. Whatever.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? He was raised in a much different way. He was way older than she was. And he, he was also raised by like four nannies like he, he got no hugs from his mom
4: <laughs> he was not a, not my problem no it's
0: not a, he was very much like oh please, uh, yes, yes, but I was very interested to find out that the the queen on essentially on the last days of her life talks about. <laughs> doesn't like Meghan. Meghan Markle is evil, and that is a disaster of a relationship.
1: So, do we really think that she said that, or do you think that the people within the royal family wanted... No, I think she said that. I I do
0: not think she liked... We've
1: all seen what's said inside the walls and what they want to be said outside. No,
0: uh, yeah. I I don't know. I think that she is not a fan of that. Hey, speaking of, uh, uh, you know, fans. Coronation and fans. Hottest (laughs) ticket in town? All you gotta do is text Ticket to four one nine two three your chance to win tickets to see a chance to win tickets uh game four of uh, the suns take on the nuggets ticket text it to four one one nine two three do it now uh we'll call out your name between 7 a.m 11 a.m and 4 p.m what that's later on today uh Carey, Allie in so we got a lot of stuff to get to including the murder suspect that was caught get us chat show